Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, where we help you get the most from the product. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to talk about reporting with product manager Robert Barmentlow. We'll be talking about how to create useful reports, data sources versus tables, sharing, the new report designer, and lots more. Stay tuned. Joining us today is Robert Barmentlow, all the way from Amsterdam. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Robert's a product manager on the performance analytics team. We're really glad to have him here today to share some insights on the ServiceNow reporting features. Before we dive in, I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about what you do here at ServiceNow, what your role is here. Yeah, sure. So I'm a product manager for the analytics and reporting business unit, and we are based out of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And uh, what we do is we work on our um, in-platform reporting solutions and together with uh, also other teams that we have within the business unit uh, who are much more focused on analytics or uh, building uh, solutions uh, for, for the functionality that we create. Uh, but also all the ways where we expose our functionality like on a service portal or on a mobile or on dashboards. Um, so that's basically it. Okay. And how about when you're not at work? What do you like to do? Uh, so when I'm not at work, I uh, tend to, yeah, use a lot of time with friends, uh, with my girlfriend. I live uh, near Leiden in the, in the Netherlands, which is a, a pretty famous city where Rembrandt uh, was born. In any spare time, I do a lot of sports. So I, I run, I cycle a lot, I, uh, I ski during winter, uh, winter times. What I do for charity is I cycle mountains in Italy. So I actually basically cycle mountains for fun uh, and for charity to uh, raise money and awareness for a, for a charity fund. Wow, that's awesome. Yep. Okay, all right, thank you. Um, all right, well, let's, let's get started then. Um, before we dive into the details, maybe for those folks who aren't familiar yet, you could give a quick overview of reporting. Yeah, sure. Um, so when we talk about reporting, we actually see reporting as um, the, the face of everything you do within the ServiceNow platform. So everyone has a lot of data in the ServiceNow platform and you want to visualize it in an actionable and meaningful way. Um, so reporting is the current state. This is us right now uh, visualizing data, always real time. And it's very, very valuable for, for customers, for anybody just to create actionable reports because they base their, um, they make their business decisions on them. So that is always very um, important. And one uh, a question we do get a lot is, how does reporting compare to performance analytics? And when you look at uh, reporting, it is all about that ad hoc reporting right now, visualizing data. Uh, and when you look at performance analytics, it is far more about the uh, performance of that data point. Uh, where did we come from? Uh, where are we going? And is that good or is that bad? Um, so it's about trend reports and it's about forecasting and using targets and thresholds to, to really see if you can measure the performance of that data point and, and make business services or processes better, uh, work on your continual service improvement. Okay, great. Well, with that in mind, you mentioned some points you'd like to cover during the show here. One of them you mentioned was on how to create useful reports. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so when we talk about useful reports, uh, we actually always say you have to create reports uh, in an actionable and meaningful way. Reports, when you look at them, they should um, in some way have a follow-up action. They should trigger someone to look at a report and think, hey, now I got to do this or I have to inform that person. And when creating useful reports, what we say is people really would have to take the time to 
think about what they want to present to, to uh, people. Um, think about the reporting strategy, which is always important. Um, and bring it back to the, the, the actual service. What is it that you're trying to provide? What is the most meaningful for people? All right, that sounds good. A good thing to keep in mind for uh, for creating reports. Another point that you mentioned is on on the value of doing reporting in the platform. What are the advantages of that? Yeah, so that that is a very good one, and uh, and this is actually something that we cannot uh, emphasize enough. Um, we always say that the value of reporting and being in platform comes with three things. Uh, the first one is uh, we're native, so we're integrated in everything into the ServiceNow platform. Uh, all the other uh, business apps and solutions, um, they have some way reporting in them. Uh, another uh, really important one is security. So everything, every time you look at reports and you drill into the data itself, uh, it is always secured. Um, that is something that you wouldn't have when you really lift the data out of the platform. Then the data can go anywhere and anyone can watch that data or have a look into that data. Uh, and the third one, and that's probably the most important one, is uh, you're always real-time. So whenever you just look at a report, you're looking at real-time data because we're in-platform. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Well, with that as background, maybe you can give us an idea what it takes to create really useful, helpful reports. Yes, that is, that is, a, that is a good thing. Uh, what we actually want to, the, the, the users to know is uh, with every report you create, you have to make sure that uh, the report becomes actionable and meaningful. The report should, uh, in, in every way, should always trigger a follow-up action. Um, Real-time reporting is all about visualizing data, uh, but data visualization is just one thing. Uh, actually doing something with that data is even better. And that's what we always say when we talk about uh, organizations to be data-driven. Um, whenever I talk to customers and they say, we are data-driven because we got more than 100,000 of reports, um, then that doesn't mean that much. It, it all depends on what you're actually doing with that with that data and what, with that report. Um, and it's all about culture as well. Uh, you have to have the right culture to actually do something and, and try to improve. Okay, thank you. On the show, we try and uh, give our users best practices, give them advice on how to do things right. Do you have any suggestions on that? Definitely. Um, so maybe in a relation what we just talked about with the um, the benefits of staying in platform and, and the, the, the three key benefits of uh, the fact that we are in platform reporting, uh, one of them is, of course, uh, the real time. And uh, one of our best practices is uh, try to always stay in, in the platform. Uh, whenever you use something like an export to PDF, that you create a report and you export it, or you schedule it where it creates an export, you're actually creating a, uh, a stale version of that report. Um, and every time somebody else will export the report, they it's later in time and, and the data changed and the report will actually look different. So in every every way we, we talk to to uh, users and we say try to stay in platform and try to make sure you visualize that data uh, maybe not in an in a pdf in a stale version but maybe on a service board or, or uh, publish the report somewhere that they can view it through an url or maybe on a mobile device or maybe on our dashboard that is definitely one of our our biggest uh, be best practices stay in platform and make sure you uh, you visualize it um real time 
Okay, that sounds good. Um, another thing we'd like to do is share with our users tips and tricks for using the ServiceNow features. Anything special that users that not every user would know? Yes, sure. One of the best uh, tips and tricks that we always share is try to use data sources over tables. Uh, a data source is a fixed table with predefined conditions uh, already in it. And whenever you use that data source, you are sure that you are actually looking at that correct uh, set of con conditions uh, which is added to that data source. Uh, you can make a mistake because the next time you, for example, have a table with uh, multiple, maybe 10 or 20 conditions to it and you make a mistake in it, you're actually looking at the wrong data. Uh, another big benefit of, of using those data sources is whenever in the future something would change in the conditions, you would only have to change that data source and not all the reports that you manually created using those specific conditions. So that is definitely one of the, uh, the, the tips and tricks. Another one is, and that has a pretty good relation with the whole follow-up action and thinking about making your reports meaningful and actionable is whenever we talk about reporting, it, it does not stop at just a report that is being created and is being saved into the system for your personal use, but it's actually about um, sharing a report. So making sure that whenever you created a good report, give it the audience that it deserves. Uh, give it the audience that, that has something with that data and has something with that data visualization and could actually do something like a follow-up action with it. And there are multiple ways of sharing. You can share it through uh, adding it to a dashboard, or you can just share it to a person that they would see it in their report list, or you can share it by maybe publishing it somewhere. What if users run into trouble? Could, what advice could you give them for troubleshooting? So an advice that we could give them for troubleshooting is um, definitely the reporting resource page we have on the knowledge base. Um, whenever issues are being created, and we hear a lot of um, people running into this, to the same issue, a knowledge base article gets created, and um, they, they can usually find a solution pretty easy over there. Yeah. Uh, and another big resource for troubleshooting is definitely our community. Uh, with a product which is so widely used and so integrated into everything, we've got a lot of users, we've got a lot of people uh, with a lot of skillful knowledge uh, on, that, on, that, on that product, on that product reporting. And when you look at uh, our community, it's really an active community. They, whenever you ask a question, you get immediately an answer and, and that is usually immediately the right answer. So definitely our, our community I can promote. All right. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that sounds good. Yeah, we really hope that users take advantage of the community. That's a really unique and, uh, and powerful resource. Okay, one last thing uh, I wanted to ask you about is new features for the, re for the reporting. Anything you can tell us about? Definitely, and that is always a great thing to talk about. And then as a product manager, I am in a position to, to think about the backlog and think about the roadmap that we're doing. And actually, um, it's, it's a pretty easy job because the, the roadmap and the backlog is not my roadmap or backlog, but it's actually our users, our customers' roadmap. Whenever they have ideas or whenever they have uh, great ways to improve our product, we really use that to, to create that roadmap and to, to make that um make those new steps and and to really try to get them into the the current release to to make sure they get into the product so when when we talk about user experience one of the the big features that we wanted to create was uh, actually creating a new 
way of report creation, uh, a guided workflow where you take a stepped approach into creating a report instead of the um, more classic way that we used to have in the product where you get all the options at once. We really wanted to take a user by hand and just first select the data source uh, or select your table, then uh, create a type of visualization because that triggers the mind into making something immediately stand out and it, it kind of helps you in creating that report. Uh, and then on the third step, you can do your configuration where you can do your group by and aggregation. And on the fourth step, it's, it's all about polishing. Uh, it's the styling. Um, and also, again, to what we discussed before, uh, we actually say the fifth step of report creation is not just a save and that you have the report somewhere in your, in your instance, uh, but it's actually a share. So uh, whenever you finish your report, we actually try to make the user uh, think about who I want to share this report with. Uh, is it another user or is it on a dashboard? And also with Jakarta, we are expanding all other features, uh, integrating them into this report designer. Uh, one of them is uh, not to be only able to create a report out of a table or a data source, uh, but also a third option, which is actually an external source uh, with the first iteration being Excel. Uh, because many times we heard the use case of people asking like, we have all these, uh, this information, all this data in platform, uh, but for this one thing uh, that is maybe every month delivered by an outside, by an external company, uh, I have to switch uh, outside the platform. I have to switch into Excel. Isn't there a way we can visualize that also in the platform? And there was actually already a way to do that from a platform way. Uh, but what we did is we integrated it into this report designer that with this first step of report creation, you can select the Excel and uh, it just imports the data into a temporary table uh, and you can create your report on it. Um, there is a note to this import Excel functionality that it's only available as from the Jakarta release and it comes together with our uh, premium analytics uh, offering. And maybe uh, for something else for the uh, Jakarta release, um, as I said before, we always listen to what the, the customers, what the users are actually asking for. And with every release, we are trying to create, to, to improve uh, on our existing visuals, on our existing charts. With every release, we look at what are the most um, asked requests for, for which charts um, are they. And what we did for Jakarta was actually for the single score chart where we added some coloring rules, uh, but also for the multi-level pivot chart, which is um, definitely a high used uh, chart where we added multiple enhancements uh, to really um, improve that user experience when people are using that chart. Maybe on a, uh, something extra to add for the best practices is uh, whenever we talk about uh, reporting and, and making sure you can visualize it somewhere on your mobile or maybe scheduling it, you can also visualize them through the use of dashboards. Uh, and even as from the Istanbul release, we made it pretty easy to create a report and select it from the service portal and make sure you visualize that report on the service portal. Dashboards were also uh, very improved over the last releases uh, that started already from the Helsinki release and moved into the Istanbul release where we created a new canvas on our dashboards, which makes it a uh, really good user experience to add your content uh, being a report as a widget uh, and move those widgets around or resize them in a responsive uh, manner. Um, that is definitely a best practice over the, the use of the um, what we call the old home pages, where they were more static, where they, they were performing less. Um, so we, we kind of hope everyone 
starts to move into the use of those, uh, those new dashboards. Okay, before we wrap up, I wonder if you could help us with a question that we received from a user. Robert S. wants to create a homepage with dynamic content for hundreds of users and wants to know the difference between reports and gauges and the benefits of using one versus the other for such a homepage. So that is, that is definitely a good question. And um, there is not actually a benefit of, of gauges uh, because gauges were a functionality that was there in the platform uh, a few releases ago, I think uh, still before Helsinki. And what we did with the Helsinki release is we didn't like the fact that, th that you first had to create a gauge to put content like a, like a data visualization in to put that on a homepage or a dashboard. Why wasn't it possible that when you create a report, you can just straight put it on a dashboard or when you are actually on that dashboard, just uh, add your content being a report and it will just create a widget automatically. Uh, so that is definitely something we created already or that we improved already in the Helsinki release. So to make sure that you experience that that to make sure you have that that best experience on um, on widgets make sure you're on Helsinki or Istanbul uh, and you can also use that responsive canvas on the dashboard uh, and you will never have to worry about gauges anymore okay thanks that's good um, now finally could you give us any specific websites or other good sources for additional information on reporting features yes so um, as we talked about before, there is definitely one good source of information, which is our community. The ServiceNow community, uh, and specifically the uh, reporting part, is, is very active. It's widely used. Um, also, people from our own business unit, developers, customer success, are continuously looking at it to make sure uh, questions get answered uh, or they redirect to uh, another place where that information can be found, for example, on our documentation site. All right, great. Well, thank you very much, Robert, for joining us on the show today. You're welcome. It was great to be here. For more information on reporting or any other topic, please take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or Now Support YouTube channel. To suggest topics or ask questions about this podcast, check the ServiceNow community. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.